Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and by the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Lita has over 20 years working as an interior designer. She's now a full-fledged lifestyle expert, podcaster, and blogger. Status Life with Lita will take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Lita's mission is to bring her knowledge and fun teaching ability to help each of us design a life we love. My name is Derek Hayes, and I'm the host of the show, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Miss Lita Brooks. Good afternoon, Lita. Good afternoon. Can we pause real quick and um, let's just clarify something? Can you please what? say my name? Lita. Okay, thank you. Lita. Uh, for those of you listening, how many times has he just said Lita? Well, that's not a silent R. It's a liter. <laughs> <laughs> you're usually a little more articulate. I'm going to give you a pass. I know you're running on very little sleep right now. Uh, try, let's try this one more time, Mr. Status Hayes. Status life with Lita. 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 Okay. You don't have to stress <laughs> it so much, okay? My parents are Italian. It's Lita. Lita. Thank you. Lita. Well, thank you, Mr. From now Hayes. on, I'm going to point to you when it's time to say your name and say, okay, help. <laughs> help. We'll have to get a sound effect for yeah. it just Lita. to override you. Okay, moving on. All Go right. ahead. Well, before we begin, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita. No. <sighs> Status Life with Lita. Whatever. Better. No. Is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs. The Status Market, your online shopping experience, and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Okay. I got through it. You did? Yes. I don't know why. Just today, I've heard you say that incorrectly. You're usually real, like you enunciate it really well. Lita. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, I'll work on it. All right. Let's dig in. What are we covering today? <laughs> oh, okay. I want to change the subject briefly. No. <laughs> But one more thing I want to pick on on your intro. We're going to rewrite this, people. Next time it's going to be fabulous. So I'm also really surprised that you've never thrown in there. Uh, I'm going to change it. Let me introduce the star of the show and my girlfriend, Lita Brooks. Oh, I can say that. You're going to let me actually throw that in there? Heck yeah, I'll change it. I'll no, throw it in there. I'm just my, kidding. My I just girlfriend. said I'm surprised you haven't said that. Because you, say... you like to throw that term around a lot. Yeah, well... And Okay, so you've probably never seen this this episode right this was a sex in the city show where carrie who's my age maybe she's even in her late 30s in the show she thinks she's too old to have a boyfriend she won't call him that she starts referring to mr big <laughs> as her man friend okay and so i get that because i'm in my 40s and i just i feel really silly referring to you as boyfriend well you are correct i have never watched sex in the city you're exactly right. i don't know who carrie is but Okay, that's if Carrie doesn't want to call him boyfriend, so be it. But well, I'm gonna. I'll get you, you won't to call me it. that either. I, no, I, I don't. I you, don't. Never I won't say boyfriend. that. I do acknowledge that you're in my life, but I won't use the term boyfriend. He's the guy that can't pronounce Lita. No, I, I don't say that either. Well, close, <laughs> but you do call me something. Yeah. Yeah. And you're my sweetie. Yes. That's that. how I say it all. This is my sweetie. That's my sweetie. I don't know why. It's I don't think that's endearment. any more adult than boyfriend, but that's what you get. Oh, well, sweetie sounds good. I didn't send you a note in class saying, will you be my sweetie? Check yes or no. 
and pass the note back. Well, what do you call me? Girlfriend. You do. Or leader. No. Girlfriend. You say girlfriend? Yes, I do. That's okay. So someone says, "Who's who's that?" That that's how you introduce me, or like my behind my back, other my no. girlfriend, the lady I'm dating. Okay. I do say that oh, a lot. that's better. That I sounds, do say that. That sounds more age appropriate. The lady I'm the dating. The lady I'm dating. It sort of sounds like an old lady, but that's okay too. <laughs> that's okay. Okay. Well, you do have three cats, so <sighs> there is that. I know. The lady I'm dating with three cats. So it's not girlfriend, or sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Well, sometimes it is. But anyway. do you feel juvenile saying it, or is it just me? I, heck yeah, I want to be juvenile. I want to be young. Okay. Young at heart. Yeah, young at heart. I'll go with that. All right. So, girlfriend, Lita. Am I on the right track? We'll get. We'll work on all this. All right. All right, so what's the topic for today? All right. What are we talking about? After a long and extremely beneficial series about the mind-body-soul connection and overall health and wellness, I urge you to go back and listen to that. If you have not, if you're catching this show as your first one, it was a phenomenal series, life-changing for Derek and I, and everyone who's listened. I've gotten so much feedback, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, we're going to go back to interior design, and we're going to talk about the creative process. I love those shows, by the way. I know we've talked about that as well. And, and as you said, you've had terrific feedback. They were fa fantastic. The, the teaching element of it is great. Um, the way you educate everyone. I didn't know so many things like the interior decorator, interior designer, all the different trends, all the different styles. I did learn that sports memorabilia is not a designed trend, design trend. So ultimately what I thought eclectic meant, I could just say, yeah, sports memorabilia and video games and pinball machines and you're getting the evil eye right now yeah, for those that are listening to this. Yes, you are not sports memorabilia. You are not eclectic. You are whatever I tell you that you are. Which would be sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> my sweetie. Who can't pronounce my name. Right, likes my style a little bit more. So anyways, that's for another show because we are blending. We are we have a house under contract. We just sold a house. We have we have a lot coming up in the future, but we do have some fantastic shows lined up. And you've given me the one closet I get to decorate for myself. At That's right. House. That's right. You have your closet. I've saved all your pictures. <laughs> and yes. And the interesting thing is we're moving closer to Athens. And uh, those who are listening, Derek is a Bama grad. Absolutely. So this is going to be very interesting to put uh, Mr. Hayes and all of his sports memorabilia collection, primarily, which Alabama. is very vast in to Athens yes it will be I guess we'll have some interesting topics when friends come over to, to hang out That's at the right. house house so. divided all right so with that being said I, we're going back to how you educate everyone I thank wanna, you kind of touch on that we okay got sidetracked a little bit okay well today's show this is going to relate to anyone we're talking about the creative process so what I mean by that is we're going to dig into if you want to work on a room, if you want to work on even a commercial office or something, you know, in the commercial space, primarily residential, let's say it's an entire basement, uh, a home, or even something small as your pantry. A lot of people, you know, want to organize it. This can really fit anyone. And I'm going to talk about the whole process, what I've learned, how, you know, it can be on a grand scale, it can be on a small scale. Um, I can talk about past clients and jobs I've had. This information can help you if you are interested in becoming a future interior designer or decorator and anyone that wants to work on their home. Uh, this is the design process. And maybe you think that you can't 
afford to hire a designer decorator, this is the show that's going to teach you all the steps to be able to do this for yourself. I, I want to pause real quick because okay. you did say something uh, just then that kind of spurred something in my mind, and I referenced it myself a while ago, and that is we talked about uh, in a po prior podcast, a few podcasts, about the difference between an interior designer and interior decorator. Can you kind of give us some bullet points again on those to di differentiate between the two? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll do a quick summary. Uh, but I'm before I do that, I'm going to point you to another podcast. I did a whole show on this yeah, because yeah, there's a right. lot to learn. Uh, go to Designer versus Decorator. And I also believe that I have a blog post up uh, on Status Life with Lita. So you can read about all this or go back and listen to the prior show. But I will start by telling you that an interior designer can also be an interior decorator, but an interior decorator cannot be an interior designer, okay? Those two are complete, well, I shouldn't say completely different professions, but they are different professions. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of interior decorators, if it's a state that that is not governed, they are allowed to say that they're an interior designer, but they don't necessarily have the qualifications. That's where we dug into the show to really be able to help consumers mm -hmm. uh, know the difference and know what if, if an interior decorator charges the same as an interior right, designer, right. but doesn't have the qualifications, how to be able to, to pull that, that out. That skill set. So an interior designer is more complex of the two. An interior designer has much more experience in the construction field and works closely with architects. A designer should have, or they actually will have a degree from an accredited college and they have the ability to sit for the NCIDQ exam. Now that's the National Council for Interior Design Qualifications. This is the exam that governs interior designers. Uh, Derek is an attorney, so he would take the bar. The mm -hmm. NCIDQ is the equivalent for interior designers. Um, just so you know, and, and that's the exam that we take to become licensed. Sure. Sure. An interior designer will have drafting experience and will have more knowledge of codes, construction laws, and handicapped accessibility. So decorating, not design, decorating is a very important part of the job and it's what brings to life, the, it's what brings the project to life. I should okay. say that a little better. Interior decorating can be a very lucrative career. It's under the umbrella of design it includes floor coverings, paint colors, accessory items, and furnishings. So this is the finished product, right? The sure. decorating is, well, it's the wow factor, but okay. it's the end. It's not the construction. Maybe you get just a, a plat of land and an interior designer uh, can do or can work with an architect and actually build you an entire home uh, working with the contractor, again, hand in hand. An interior decorator is going to come in at the end and possibly do your window treatments and help you purchase your furniture. And they can be involved in the selection process. They may help you, per, you know, get your plumbing fixtures and things like that. But an interior designer is really going to know more about all the mechanics of the home where an interior decorator just does the finishing touches. Uh, yeah. And in the prior podcast, you had terrific examples of the mm -hmm. difference. Yes. Uh, about placing closets in certain locations, doors, outlets, all those kind of things that d designers would know, but decorators would not necessarily have that skill set, that knowledge. Sure. I can think of an example right now, only in the immediate, it's the house that you and I are purchasing. purchasing. Can't spit it out. And when you walk in, uh, there may be a structural wall, and we want to open this up because it's got a 20-foot vaulted ceiling, and it's beautiful. 
um, an interior decorator may not even know that that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently working with an engineer uh, trying to figure out if that's a load-bearing wall. Do we need to not open it up to the ceiling, just open it up to the 10-foot mark and put a structural beam um, as is this wall supporting the house or is it just cosmetic and can we take the entire thing out? But you have to have someone with that knowledge and that skill set. Um, I'm still going to consult with an architect and an engineer, even mm -hmm. though I have my opinions as to if this is structural <laughs> or not. Uh, I'm going to make uh, pretty darn sure our house does not oh, fall down. Yeah, but that exactly. is the point. I'm not just in there picking paint colors. I'm in there reworking rooms, changing doors, uh, flip-flopping things around. You know, I'm even taking a full wall out all the way to the ceiling. And so somebody hiring you going into a project would allow you to look at the schematics of the home before it's built, the blueprint, so to speak, and you could kind of uh, tweak those structural issues early on sure where a decorator can't do it a lot of times they want you to they're right. going to say i am ready to pull the trigger i can, need to put can, another closet can we sit something. and look at this and you walk through it and make sure that everything is in the right place i've done that before many many times mm -hmm. and say okay well this door doesn't swing the right way or hey if you cut this out uh you could add this much square footage or you actually uh, this is coming you actually don't have a linen closet and what woman would build a bathroom or even have a second story and not have linen? And it's just these little things that may not be on the plans that you want somebody with a trained eye to be able to grab. So, oh, by add. the way, yeah. we need to squeeze something yeah, in here. Absolutely. Right. Where's your flex space? Yeah. So anyway, tons. And again, there's another podcast. Um, we could go on and on about this. There's there's tons, but we have a lot to jump into. Yeah. And one more thing before we yeah. move on. Okay. You, you said something earlier that kind of caught my attention. And that is, you said something about people don't think they can afford to hire a decorator or designer. But in reality, having done the prior podcast with you, that's not necessarily a true statement. They can't afford them. And in reality, it could save money, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Hiring an interior decorator or a designer, depending on your project, you're really, I don't want to say you're taking out because it doesn't, you know, we can make mistakes. Obviously, it happens. We are human. But if you're someone who really struggles with how to pull all this together, you don't know what to purchase. Um, let's say you make big purchases. You're going to purchase sofas and a whole living room set or a dining room set. And you pull the trigger and you're not really sure. And then you don't like it or it doesn't fit. We've had that a million times. Rugs aren't the right size. We invest all this money. Oh, it just doesn't work. So now you're, you're going to spend more money to fix problems where if you had invested at the beginning of the project, use the wholesale lines that we as designers are able to help you purchase uh, the furniture through using this rugs sure, and, sure. and all the access that we have um, lighting. I mean, it, you can actually end up saving money. So you're going to save money on, on the headaches and that's, that can also be financial, sure, right? Sure. If you make mistakes, if you hi if you put lights in that um, they don't fit, you don't have the proportion right. Once you spend the money on these things, a designer is going to know that right off the get go, and and they're going to save you money on those problems. Not to mention, we have the ability to buy this stuff at wholesale cost. So yes, there's going to be a markup for our time. There's going to be a markup. Uh, we have to pay tax. We have to pay freight. I get all that, but that's built into these items, anyways. Mm -hmm. So yes, you're. I mean, it's going to look the way you want it if not exceed your expectations, save you headache and possibly save you money. I can speak from personal experience because when we staged my home for the purpose of selling it, I benefited from those wholesale prices of the 
new couch, new yeah. love seat, new end Rug, tables, we rugs, put new lights, yeah, new lights, all that. The fixtures were changed. I mean, lots of things that were done to to spruce up the house for the purchase of sale, and it would have been a lot more expensive had I not had right. that connection through you and through Status Home Design to be able to go and, and again, purchase at wholesale cost. Yes. All right, so we kind of got side a bit, but I will reiterate one more time, go back and listen to the prior podcast, and you'll learn a lot more about specific details between the interior decorator, interior designer, and that aspect of it. But right. you mentioned and referenced the creative process. That's what we're going to jump the into. creative process. The Sounds fun great. part. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All right, let's, let's jump off on this. Okay. Uh, where do we jump into? What, where what do we, we start? Do? Okay. So for me, I'm going to talk about residential primarily. You can spin this any which way you want, but we're going to talk about the five basic steps in the creative process, basically the start to finish. Let's just call this the design process, but I'm going to hone in on kind of where the creative comes into pulling a job together from start to finish. So the five steps that I use for the interior design process. Number one, we're going to have our consultation. Number two is going to be the proposal and the schematic design. Those are hand in hand, and I'll explain that in a second. Okay. Then we have our quotation. That's where the money comes in, and we lay it all out there. This is how much it's going to cost. Then we have the implementation where we go to work, and then we have completion and install day, punch list. So, so those are the big kind of the big the bold heading steps. Uh, right. And we, we can break all these down. Um, let me also mention, okay, if you're listening to this and you're saying you went to interior design school as I did and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. Uh, I know a lot more. Yes. When you study this out of a textbook, let's say you work for an engineering firm, an architect firm, these steps can get much more complex. I learned this uh, that had six steps and they sound a little bit different. So. I have to touch on these because, again, what I gave you in the top, the consultation, proposal, quote, employee, that's basic. That mm -hmm. is me handling residential interior design on a daily basis. If you're going to learn this, maybe you work for a hospitality firm, maybe you just have a residential firm, but here we go. Programming, that could be the first step. Concept development, presentation, design and documentation, then you go to execution, then you go to evaluation. That is all of those steps, and they sound a lot more complex, yeah, they and they are, lot, right. and there's much more bullet points under them, mm -hmm. um, but... The very basic approach, that would be... I'm here fun. to teach the basics. I'm here to teach anybody who is either interested in interior design and decorating or just has a project they want to, or let's, you know, let's say you're in school or you want to be in school. So anyway, I just wanted to not breeze over that and say, yes, I understand. <laughs> I went to design school too. I know what the te textbook steps are. But I find that I don't use all of those complex steps on every job. If I, I do something large, I do something commercial. Um, I think where a, a place you would use those, if you're in hospitality design and you're doing lots of hotels and, and restaurants and mm -hmm. things like that, uh, if you're in medical, you're definitely going to use the more complex system and, and definitely commercial too. If you're doing large scale commercial business offices, yes, you're, offices you're going to, yes. Um, so again, there's a whole lot. I mean, I could talk for hours and we could go into every aspect of this, but we're honing this into residential interior design. Right. The very, very basic elements of it. So I've heard you in the past, we've talked before about, um, you know, all this kind of in, in broad terms, um, but I've heard, all, heard you say, too, 
that no two jobs are alike. I've heard you use that phrase many times before. Can you tell me exactly what that means? Sure. I say what do that. What you mean by that? I say that all the time. So I just had a meeting with my design center staff uh, last week, and in guiding designers, um, I've got two new ones, and so they're they're looking at me. You know, they're here to learn. And when I say no two jobs, there's no two homes. There's no two homeowners. There's no two budgets. No two styles. There's no two. And and the style, actually, Derek, I'm going to oh. no, that's not true. You can you can have the same inspiration. You can say, I am absolutely farmhouse. That, that could be the exact same. Or you could say, I'm very modern, or I'm contemporary, or I'm transitional. There's all these design styles that you could say, I, I fine-tune that style, but your house is not going to look exactly like somebody else you're, you're going to bring to the table pieces that you've inherited or a different budget you could be um modern farmhouse and you could have a fifty thousand dollar budget and you could be the exact same modern farmhouse and only have a five or a ten thousand so okay. the items that are going to go in are going to look a whole lot different so style wise you may think you're the same but that's why different personalities um there's there's all sorts of things that make no two jobs alike. Um, and so that's where you get creative. That's the whole point of this podcast is to say, absolutely, um, you, we as designers have to take this as a package. Every single job is different. There's no cookie cutter way to do this. We use the five steps of the interior design process mm -hmm. to fine tune how we do things. But yet the creative part of this is where it's always different. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, it does. I see exactly what you're saying. Okay. You I, look like the wheels are turning. Yeah, they and are. I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm giving you your design education. For once in my life, the wheels are turning. Oh, but, ha ha. <laughs> yes, no. I, I do understand completely. But, well, let's talk about the creative process, too. Um, we're, well, let's talk about consultation. Let, yeah. Let's kind of break the these top. five elements down. We'll, we'll okay. start with that. So I call you. I want a consultation. Go from there. Okay, perfect. So most times, now I have a full showroom. I have a design center. I have a store. So I have the capability for the consult to be at my store. We, I find, and I say we, all of my designers, we find no benefit to that. If we're working on your house, the consultation needs to be at your house. That makes sense. Of course, right? It, it seems like it would be common sense, but I, you don't always see it that way. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes designers want to meet in a, in a public space or a restaurant. And they kind of want to do the wine and dine. That's great. That all comes later when we're in mm -hmm. the project. I feel like when you're getting to know your client and you're building rapport. I like to do the consult at the home. I feel like you, it's the most bang for your buck. Um, and, and we come over, and that's basically where the client lays out the scope of work. Um, you're going to go through – I always – this is – let me back up just a hair. I tell everyone, before I come over, I want you to lay out anything you've ever wanted to have finished. Sometimes okay. we end up jumping to the end before the beginning. I want to see it all. If you're getting me over there and you've got my undivided attention and we're there to work on your house, what is your ultimate wish list? 
because if I'm out shopping and resourcing, I may find the perfect piece for that bathroom that we may not be touching for a year, mm -hmm. but I may find it. And I need to know that it's on the list. Okay. So the consult should be as comprehensive as you can possibly make it. Would that include, I love this piece of furniture. I want this piece of furniture to be a highlight of my dining room. Oh, absolutely. My yes. Okay. Yes. That's the creative part because that's where the design challenges come in. Mm -hmm. So if you're bringing me over and I'm laughing at, at one homeowner and they said, we just painted the entire home. We need you to come over and help us a, you know, pull all this together. And I went over and it is not the color I would have picked. <laughs> and, and I was stuck with some of the furniture that some we were going to change and some we weren't, but the furniture we weren't did not match in. Now, again, we I've talked about cool tones and warm tones and I can't jump into all that right now. We don't have enough time, but you've got very, very warm tone sofas and they put cool color on the wall and nothing matched. That would have been me. And here, of course, yes, it would have. have. It would me. have. Here I am standing there going, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? You know, and again, I go to work. And that's where uh -huh. we've titled this The Creative. That's where I have to get creative. I have to start knowing in my mind, all right, I've got to use pillows. I've got to get a throw. I've got to get some art on the walls that's going to tie these two colors, these two tones together. Um, i got to find an accent color. I've got to use the 60-30-10 model for color. 60 is your main color, 30 is your next accent color um and then 10 is the, is the little you know the fun the pop of color mm -hmm. um so all of these interior design things start going through my brain uh but anyway all of that starts taking place within me during the consult okay. we, we nail down the scope of work i'm taking notes on everything i'm taking pictures and i'm finding out from you what exactly we're going to do okay it is very very beneficial to know your budget and this is the one part that is the hardest for an interior designer to ask and it is the hardest for the homeowner to say i could see that right that's right. It's, how much are you expecting to spend and their number is way below where it should be or way above what it should be exactly and the people clients are afraid because if they tell you okay I can spend 20. It's it's like telling anyone, anyone who's in sales, oh, I don't want to say it because then they're going to gouge me. Then right, they're right, going right. to think that I have all this money oh, and everything means, is right. going to cost more. Of course. I mean, I feel it. I feel, ugh. but if we can nail down a, a very fair, affordable budget that the designer can look at and say, yes, I can absolutely do this room for 8000 or 5000 Depends on the room. Depends how mm -hmm. much it needs, right? Are we doing new hardwood flooring, carpet? Are we putting in new lighting? Is it all new furniture? I, mean, I don't know. I'm throwing out what sure, what sure. the high-ticket items that I mean, really... I kitchen, you're talking to you. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, I mean, we have full basement remodels, yeah. right, where we go. I mean, of course. I mean, I, I'm throwing out numbers here just for the sake of this conversation. But if we know the next step on is pro proposal schematic, when I, that's when I go to work. That's mm -hmm. when my wheels are turning and everything that I've thought of in the consult and then more as I start laying it out. If I know what your price are, I can actually start pulling items for our presentation. Okay. I've got to put together a design board, the inspiration, whether I do it as a notebook. So I like a big three ring binder if I'm going mm -hmm. room by room and I, you know, with all the different selections and we keep it as a working document throughout. 
Um, but the old school way was these design boards that we did and we would we would come to our meetings with our boards and this we want this fabric and this sofa and this tile and, and even cutting pictures out of magazines. We did all of that. We don't do that quite now. Everything is digital. Sure, so now sure. we will send you a digital design board. Um, but I even I have to create that. Right. That doesn't come out of nowhere. Right, that right. comes from the consult then. But that's the proposal. I come. We make our next meeting. Um, that doesn't necessarily have to be at the home, but of course it can be if that's where sure. the project is. That sometimes is done at my design center because that's where all the selections are. Now I've pulled rugs, I've pulled fabrics, I've pulled paint selections, I've pulled flooring. Now I've got all this laid out. I'm going to bring you in and we're going to sit down and we're going to go through the entire project. And the next step is quotation. Well, before you go away, I, I can speak to this too. She's referenced pulling all those things out at the store. Well, at Status, there is a, an entire design center. So there are rug samples and furniture samples and all kinds of colors and things that you truly can pull yeah. out and put on the countertop there. And, and firsthand, they can see it and kind of visualize, as you say, the, the proposal with its colors and, and the design of the furniture and those kinds of things. So that's the benefit of having the store and being able to put this all together in person. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yes. Which is and, great. But again, if, if, if you're listening to this and you're a designer that doesn't have all that, let's say you just work from home and, and you don't have a full studio, um, it's tougher. It's tougher. I li you know, clients should be not leery of that. doesn't mean the designer's not very talented. But when you have, you know, a, a company backing and, and you have the resources and you have all the wholesale lines then you know it's just definitely a benefit to the customer but um what i was going to say and i wasn't trying to jump ahead to the quotation personally i like to do the quote and the proposal at the same time for sense. me unless it's something where i can even give you two and say okay this is look number one and this is look number two and this is quote number one and quote number two and so if even if you say okay well i like all this but i want that sofa really quickly i can take everything you don't like delete it drop the sofa and you want and then here's your here's your quote for the whole job mm -hmm. um we keep working documents i mean that the quote you know go moves evolves. it evolves through the job with you absolutely but um i don't necessarily need to do quotation separate from proposal because it's easier to build at the same time. I can see that. Right? If I'm pulling this rug, I'm going to go ahead and price it. I'm not going to, if you say, okay, that's the one I want. All right, I'll get with you next week. Yeah. Let, you let know? me pull some prices. And sometimes you have to, right? If if it's like, no, I didn't really like anything. All right, let me, let me go pull some more. And then everything changes. That does happen. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people are very indecisive. Now they hire you to be decisive and they just don't trust you. I've had that too. So anyways, yeah, I um, so Anyway, so we're at quotation, and that's about how it works. I just can't stress enough. Think about your budget. Don't just let the interior designer kind of blindly pull things because we could either be too low and, and you don't like the quality that you're getting, or we could be way too high. And you haven't told us, and we don't know. Mm -hmm. We have the, you know, and it, it's not that we want to be. It's just that we don't have, have any idea. Right. If we know where your budget is, we can work accordingly. Sure. And that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. All right. So let's move forward to okay. impl implementation. Yes. Okay. Implementing your implementation. Design this is always my, the, the fun, fun part. We've done so much research. We've had so many meetings up till this point. 
Implementation. Um, now, I will say back to quotation. That is where we start exchanging the money. Uh, I'm going to take a retainer to start with the fees. I'm also going to take deposits to start getting furniture ordered. Uh, you know, things take different amounts of money, fabric, rug. I mean, whatever that is, that all happens in the quotation phase, right? That's where we start transferring money. Implementation is now where items have arrived. It's time to start scheduling. Uh, hopefully we can do it. It just depends on the scope of work. If I can do this as one big install day or two big install days, we have everything picked up. I bring all the small accessories, all the rugs, everything. And that's all I can say, install day, right? I bring muscle with me. I usually bring a carpenter or a handyman. Um, I bring a design assistant, a couple of design assistants. It just depends on the scope, but that's where that's where we, we do the transformation. All right, I'm gonna kind of go with the side question here for a second. Yeah. Do you like for your customers, your uh, clients to be there during that phase or do you prefer that they not be there and then have an, a really cool unveiling later? I've always preferred them not to be there. I always have. I think it's way more fun. They have to have that level of trust. And if they don't have it, they will stay close. And I was going to say, by just, then, they should. They should. Sometimes it's just their personality mm -hmm. where they just, it's, it's they their money, it's their home. Control. They don't want to. Mm -hmm. That is very, very, very hard for people to do. I love when they do. Let me do this. Let me do what I do best. Stop walking in the room. Stop seeing this before <laughs> yeah. it's all done. Um, and, but, it, but again, Sometimes it's just if it's a two day install and you have to leave at the end of the day, sometimes that's really <laughs> They're tough. They're going to go peek in the room for sure. They will. It's yeah. only half done. You yeah. really don't want them to. You, it's like, oh, I know. I, I know that doesn't have a light bulb or I know I didn't hang that high enough. Like I know these things. It's all going to get pulled together. It, they'll come and they'll kind of nitpick through it. So um, <laughs> I like closed eyes until the end. I personally. think that would be fun. That would be yeah. a fun way to do it. Uh, it is. It, you leave oh, and you come back. When they cry, when you get tears and they're so excited. Oh, it's just, it's the best feeling. That's why install day. I think for any designer, that's it. That's the bread and butter, making people happy, taking their ideas, their dreams, their wants. This is their home. There's nothing right. more personal to someone than their home. And when you transform it and they love it, that is the best feeling. Oh, I can see that. I, let's, well, from my standpoint as an attorney, when I'm able to actually close a case for a client and get it done and get the compensation for yeah. them, it's the same thing. It's absolutely it's a moment of excitement when you, you start talking about what the outcome is. Yep. And for them, it's walking into the room and now seeing what you've done to transform absolutely. that living space. You help them and they're grateful and they're excited. And yeah, it's just, it's life changing for, for both sides. Sure. All right. The last phase of this was completion. Just completion. Um, it kind of goes, you know, self-explanatory, but a lot of times too, completion can mean something has been backordered. Completion can drag on, unfortunately, especially right now. We're having such a difficult time getting merchandise, um, even stuff that's coming out of the United States just because of COVID plants are, everything is really backlogged. Um, a lot comes from overseas, uh, from the distributors that we buy from, and it's just everything is taking a tremendous amount of time. And that, that really makes a job feel like it drags on. Um, you're going to have a punch list. I mean, let's just say just, you know, things you have to, you got to touch up this paint or the floor got dinged or, you know, just these, something, the furniture is damaged. The, you know, that all goes on to the punch list and you have to wrap all that up and it can be very frustrating and it can be very tiring, but it's part of the job. It is not done until the punch list is complete. 
I can see that. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's like building a house or, or anything in the industry that I'm in. I mean, you just, you have, maybe with any project, really. I mean, it's, it's not over till it's over. And there's, there's, can be a lot of loose ends and you just, you have to be diligent. You have to tie them up. Um, you know, it's, you want to be their designer for life. You want to be the person that they rely on every time they want to change styles or every time they want to change sure. a room. You have to do a good job to become that person. And refer you to their friends. Yeah. And Absolutely. do the same for them. Yep. So just to, to kind of go back through it, consultation, proposal, I wrote these down. Okay. Consultation, proposal, quotation, implementation, and completion. That's, and those are the nuts those are the and bolts, basic the steps. very basics. That's the nuts okay. and bolts of, yeah. of the design process. All yes. right, I thought of another question while you were talking, and that is, what what do you look for to get inspiration? You, yeah, as a all right. This is where we're going to talk about the creative part, right? We're we're sort of honing in on what makes us creative. You have to talk about the process. Where does the creativity fit in? Okay, so where do I get inspiration? Now, uh, this goes back to we talked about this too. No two jobs are alike. Sometimes I have to get inspiration from a piece that the client has forced me to, and what I mean by that is. If I come into a project and they've bought a rug and they said, this rug does not leave. We spent bukus of dollars on this when we went to Turkey and bought this <laughs> Turkish rug and shipped it over here. This rug stays. That now becomes the inspiration for the room. Okay. I, ha I know I have this concrete piece and the colors in it. I have to work around it. Um, a lot of times it's furniture. I inherited this from... My, my grandmother or this was my mother's and now I'm going to build a room and a style around a piece to feature it yes either or to feed or to or sometimes it's to make it blend sometimes it's to hide <laughs> it you never know right. what if it's ugly I like it but you know yeah. can I repaint it or can I kind of put it in the corner how can I dress it up or can I put a tree in front of it I don't know sometimes they're beautiful and they're stunning and they're antiques and you want to feature it but not always you mm -hmm. will never, I mean, you won't believe how many times it's, <laughs> oh, I gotta work with that. this clock or this art, or it just, it doesn't fit with the style of the room. Um, so, um, my girls, my designers, they uh, worked together and just did a huge project. They're still working on it. Absolutely beautiful. I had seen a lot of the furniture kind of coming in the store. They keep me abreast as to what's going on, but I hadn't physically walked in the space because, again, there's, I'm not point on this project. The girls are... And I went in and went, oh, man, oh, it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful. What is that? And there was this huge piece of very, very traditional art on the wall, and they said, she's not parting with it. And I went, <laughs> you just did all this modern, and it doesn't match. And it's like, and they have, it's, that is their, crea the that is their so, creative right. challenge to work around it. And it just happens. You will have these pieces that you, people have sunk money into, they have sunk their heart into, or it comes as a sentimental piece. That becomes the creative challenge. And, and we build a room around that. Um, I'm going to keep going and just say that a lot, though my inspiration would be anyone else's, um, along with my imagination. So we love Pinterest. We love it for... Uh, just seeing the beautiful pictures and getting inspiration for a room and for a style. It's, it's Pinterest is a search engine and for designers and decorators, it's fantastic. Um, I don't want to use it. I want to be original in my ideas, but I like it for inspiration. There's a, there's a big disconnect right. there. Um, I've got to use my imagination. That's the best part. A lot of people hire a designer because they don't want what everybody else has. If True. it's on Pinterest, somebody else has it, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Again, inspiration, but it's got Make to come. Make this unique to me. Yes. I hear that 
more than I can even tell you. I want make this unique. I want it to feel like me, not like her. So yeah. when other people come to my house and go, "Wow, I've never seen that before." Yes, yes. Uh, magazines, of course, it's sort of a dying art. Sorry if anybody's listening to this and they're in the magazine business. We don't <laughs> listen. To, we don't. We don't read them like we used to. Mm -hmm. Most everything is digital now. Of course, Instagram has become a huge hub for all things uh, for your home. Um, you know, there's other sites out there. There's House and and Facebook's not really great as far as getting inspiration from, but. Um, even Google Images, it's huge. Mm -hmm. You know, just type in bedroom and w let Google do the work. So, lots of lots of different ways. So, oh, yeah, I can see that. A lot, that answers lot, a lot, lot for of digital you. for sure. Yeah. All right. One last thing. Yeah. Talk about some design challenges. Because <laughs> again, you referenced that a while ago. So yeah. Just you know, a couple of them. What, okay. So what are some of the things you've run into? So I did talk about. We, we did. I, I was saying, okay, this can be a challenge. And I gave you that one example of when I walked in and it was like, oh, this is not the right. Can we change all your sofas? Because you just spent a <laughs> yeah. fortune we painting this massive house and nothing matches. Okay. I did talk him into letting me change out a couple sofas, but I'm still working on them on some other things. So that does happen. The, the biggest challenge is when you're brought in and something that you absolutely would change they are very regimented in their answer that it's not going to change. And so you have to work around it. That's always a challenge. Another challenge is when hubby and wifey don't agree. <laughs> and I say that because wait, wait. that happens. There are guys out there that will actually say, honey, I don't agree with you. On oh, that? there are plenty of <laughs> men. I've had plenty of husband as a husband and wife as clients. And he's much more vocal about the design process than she is. Um, uh, there are plenty and that is fabulous I, I you know have no preference who I'm working for the biggest struggle for me is if you don't agree um, I've had wives like oh my husband is fabulous you, you'll be working with him he he loves this it's he's so creative great great awesome but I worked on a job where the wife was the point I didn't even know the husband was involved. Had no idea. Had ne <laughs> only met him in passing as we waved. Hey, I'm here. You know, no idea. So we go. We have the install day. Can't wait. This job had dragged on forever. And I thought from the original concept that we were doing more farmhouse, more cozy, more wood, more textured. And I do the install day. She loves it. I get the tears. We're hugging. Fabulous. I get a call within 24 hours that... Um, over half the decor items are all going back. Because he's, hubby didn't like it. He's modern. Oh. He's not farmhouse. So lots of pieces. The planner, <laughs> the coffee table. I mean, I had no idea. I had no, this was not articulated to me. Mm -hmm. I went back through my notes. I went, oh my God, this was all on the design concept. This was all in the, you know, back in the original phases of this. Nope. It all changed when he looked at it and went, no, no this, is, like this is not what I want. And I, so again, that can be a challenge. So, it happens. You roll with it. You make everybody happy. Change things out. I brought some new pieces. Fine. You just right. We you just roll with it. The job's not done. Mm -hmm. You're not. You're not. You're, now we're into completion, right? We had the install day, and if it doesn't go well by completion, then you're still working. So <laughs> back to the drawing. Board. But anyway, so that that can be um, uh, a big challenge. So that's that's the biggest part. Is if there's something that you really, really, as a designer, want to change and want. To change it so it flows with the whole aesthetic and it can't be and and you got to work around it that and would it's be okay. tough that it's would tough be but really, it's, really it's tough but it's okay it's why we do what we do i right? can't even imagine a wife or a husband saying hey look they're going to be involved as well but don't listen to them take oh, take what i say i've had that happen i've I had could, it happen i could hear it <laughs> 
where I'm getting text messages. They oh, they want me to play mediator. Right. They right. yes, this has happened. Put you in between the Yes, arguments. not that not that husband and wife on the other job. They were fabulous. Just because they didn't agree on style, it right. it does that it was fine. Out. I have had them where they truly don't agree and only want me to be in the center to play mediator. You tell her we're doing this. You tell him we're doing this. And and That's now tough. I'm fighting with both of them. That's tough. That has happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I can't imagine being caught between. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. You're going to yeah. get this room. He's going to get that room. I mean, that's all. It doesn't work like that. No, I guess not. But <laughs> wow, I can't imagine being stuck like that. It happens. To I've, seen, I've seen it all. I've oh, seen there it we all. go. No, you know what we need is the sound effect for like the War of the Roses, like the crashing and the fighting, and yeah, things hitting the wall. It's never been that tumultuous, but I have had the like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. So, anyway, okay, all right, all great stuff. Thank you. Another wonderful show, and tell everybody how to find you. All right, find me, you guys. Let's talk. I'm hearing from everybody that's listening. Status Life with Lita. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Go to the blog. If you have a question, you could submit it to any of those uh, places, to the contact me or the DM on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I am. Let's, questions. If you have any questions about the design process, the creative process, interior design, interior decorating, let me know. Topics for future shows. I mean, if you that. have a question, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, and status life with Lita. Can't, simple as that. Website. Give us a website. Okay, so I have two. My store has uh, Status Home Design, and that's really the hub, right? You can find Status Life with Lita on there, the blog and the podcast. Status Life with Lita has its own handle. I mean, just basically Google status, and you're going to find me. I was going to say, um, the first three pages. Yeah, I have an online. Oh, my e-commerce store is so fun. Yes, we're just launching all of our holiday merchandise. It's the www.thestatusmarket.com. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but again, it's status, 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 home design, status, Lita, status market. Not trying to confuse anybody. It's just all status. So we're going to the holiday season. One I last can't point. wait. And we, right, we have a big holiday bazaar happening. So if you live in Metro Atlanta this Saturday, um, this is going to be November 7th. It may pass um, because this is a podcast. This will be alive forever and ever and ever. Um, but anyways, if you're listening to this live, come this Saturday and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of sales. Uh, but if you're not, go to my online, my e-commerce store. It is up all the time and the merchandise is fabulous i hand pick it with my whole design team and they do such a great job the events are a blast if they nobody's are. been yeah if you've not been definitely make an effort to get out to one of the events and you'll see exactly why everybody loves to come to status well thank you so many things going on all thank the time. you sweetie yes liter no lita i can't believe i picked that up you never say that oh i was going quick through the introduction uh-huh so. yeah you can't wait to get to the show now my girlfriend's upset with me lita <laughs> Well, thank you again. Wonderful show, as always. And thank everyone else for uh, so much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Status Home Design in the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget, you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.